as we approach the end of the school year. Don't forget that the work in agriculture education doesn't stop when class is no longer in session. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Sally Ladston is the Agriculture, Food, and Natural Resources Education Consultant with the Department of Public Instruction. In that role, she's also the state FFA advisor. And she tells me that the state is working to fill egg educator vacancies, as well as roll out new tools for teachers to use to help guide students into agricultural careers. Sally and I caught up at the ribbon cutting for the Jeff Hicken Horticultural Learning Center at Sauk Prairie High School. And she starts off our conversation by telling me what this new greenhouse means to the community. So it's cool to be a graduate of the program and seeing the greenhouse come to life, but also then being in the role that Jeff used to be a part of, it's a cool way to honor him and recognize all that he did to impact agricultural education, both in Sauk Prairie, but also across the state of Wisconsin. You're more than a guest today. You're being put to work <laughs> inside the greenhouse. How do you feel about the the whole facility? Yeah, BJ did a great job raising funds for the facility to basically come to fruition. Having been a past teacher in the program, the old greenhouse had its challenges. It served the program really well, but it started to become a problem as we had students who had different types of needs in the greenhouse and just frankly needing more space. So to see the greenhouse now and how Troy and Jared are able to work with students within the different aisles and in different places in the greenhouse and all students can truly access the greenhouse is a really cool moment. With the Department of Public Instruction you have this broader perspective of all sorts of projects happening in agriculture education across the state. Do you want to just highlight some of the the fun things that you're seeing this spring among FFA chapters and egg programs? Obviously, this time of year is huge for greenhouse sales. So you'll find a greenhouse sale with an agricultural education program just about anywhere in the state of Wisconsin right now. Um, One of the big things that's becoming popular, though, is on school farms. And so a lot of schools are looking at how can they bring more to the production side of agriculture into the school setting. New Richmond has a really awesome SOAR center, and that's got basically the ground up for students to learn about raising animals and getting to see production agriculture for students who don't come from that production background. So it's a really cool opportunity to get their hands dirty and see what things are really looking like in the world of agriculture in a new way, because as we start to see students more and more disconnected from a production ag background, we know that it's important to continue to provide them with the resources that they need to learn about agriculture and see what truly is happening in an agricultural production setting. How is the Department of Public Instruction supporting ag programs in reaching goals like that? So one of the things right now that's been a huge project for us is our standards revision project. And so trying to think about how we can make sure that the standards are emphasizing what's important in the agriculture industry and providing students with the skills that they need. And so thinking about those settings where students can really be hands-on learning about agriculture is huge when you think about what standards are truly supporting that type of learning. And so as you think about the standards that are being written, making sure that those standards support what's currently happening, but also think to the future and think about what skills are students going to need 10 years from now, even 20 years from now, to make sure we're providing those now rather than later. For folks who are maybe unfamiliar with education, standards are kind of like that baseline of what students need to be learning? Yeah, it's like the standard of what we would expect a student to be able to accomplish. And obviously not every student is going to learn every single standard in the book. There's way too many out there. But it gives teachers a chance to really identify what are the key competencies that students should leave the classroom with. And teachers can kind of pick those based on the program that they have, the community 
community needs that they have and really what the agriculture needs in their area look yeah. like. Anything that new that DPI is, is rolling out? The standards is the big one from our perspective. Um, the regional career pathway for agriculture was rolled out earlier this spring, and that's an exciting way to emphasize agriculture throughout the state. We're, um, we're one of the newer career pathways and yet one of the oldest industries. And so it's really cool to see people starting to recognize the importance that agriculture plays in the workforce in particular. And so making sure that that's emphasized in schools and communities and with anyone who's interested in students being prepared for careers. Has that been well utilized among teachers? It's still kind of a work in progress of what it looks like in the classroom setting, but it's definitely emphasizing not only the three-component model of agricultural education with the classroom, hands-on learning through supervised agricultural experiences, and then um, FFA and leadership skills, but also looking a step further and thinking about the sequence of courses that students are taking and how that can then translate potentially to dual credit opportunities and even to different types of certificates for students to enter the workforce with. As we are about to wrap up a school year here in Wisconsin, what are some of the opportunities that you see in ag education? And then on the flip side, what are some of those challenges that still linger? A huge opportunity for us right now is people are interested in agriculture. Everyone seems to have an interest in where their food comes from right now, and I think it's a great opportunity for us to take advantage of that curiosity and find ways to make sure that the messages that we're providing for people are what they truly need to know about the industry. So that gives us a really unique playing field with students becoming more and more interested in the industry, but coming from a different background than what we have traditionally seen in the past. And with that comes a really important piece of making sure that we have teachers in the classroom. And that's one of the biggest challenges that we see in agricultural education right now. I've got a lot of schools calling and asking about starting a program, but unfortunately if they don't have the teacher to fill that role, that program can't begin. And this year alone, we're already sitting at about 40 vacancies, and so that scares me a little bit to make sure that we've got the people to fill those roles, especially when a lot of those roles are from retirements, new programs, adding positions. So it's not like teachers are moving to new places, but it's truly openings that are out there for people to fill. And so anyone who's interested in becoming an agriculture teacher, please feel free to reach out. We're happy to help direct you to the different routes of becoming a licensed agriculture educator in the state of Wisconsin. How are you working to recruit ag educators? I try to talk about becoming an ag teacher to anyone and everyone. Um, just a couple, this last week or two weeks ago, I was able to visit UW-River Falls and talk to some of the agricultural education students there. Um, a huge thing that we see is a lot of students coming into agricultural education programs, but then keeping them is sometimes a challenge. And so trying to emphasize the values of the profession and also give them tips and tricks to make sure that once they start into a classroom, they're able to be successful. And that's a huge piece of this. Um, I see supporting teachers as my biggest role. And so the more support that I can provide, the more likely teachers are to stay in the profession. But DPI as a whole has a variety of licensing options. And so there's several different ways to obtain a license based on an individual's personal experiences with different options of how to get to that license threshold. We're getting close to FFA convention. Can you tell me your role with that and how planning is going as it as we approach June? Yeah, so convention is June 12th through the 15th. It's a busy time for sure, trying to get ready for all that convention has to offer. Our state officers this year have done a really great job with planning. Um, our backstage team, as we call them, puts together a really awesome script timeline, and this is our first year rolling that out. And the state officers have done an awesome job of making sure that they're meeting those deadlines for those plans to come to fruition. My role through this is more of the planning stages and getting things ready. So it's definitely a busy time, but it's been really awesome getting ready for convention. And I just love seeing all of the members and how we can continue to recognize them and all that they're accomplishing. 
Sally Ladston along with us with an update on what's happening at the state level to help grow and retain agriculture programs in schools across Wisconsin. Sally is the Agriculture, Food, and Natural Resources Education Consultant with the State Department of Public Instruction. She also reminds us that the 94th State FFA Convention will be at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison on June 12th through the 15th. The Midwest Farm Report team is looking forward to that. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.